It's bonus time, day 112. We need to talk about the title of the Son of Man coming from Daniel. David, this is a title of Christ, the Son of Man, and it's an important title for us to understand Luke 17. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I'll give kudos to you because I think um, sitting under your midweek teaching, what was that, like a year or so ago when we went through Revelation, was really helpful because I think when we get to the end times, which Luke 17, I think, is bringing in some of those things that we can expect to see on the final days when Christ returns, um, it, it seems similar to the Left Behind series. We didn't really talk about that, right? But parts of Luke 17 kind of feel like the rapture. I know you're waving your hand at me like, don't go there. But I mean, if we're reading it, it's like, hey, somebody was left behind and somebody got to go home. So what what I think- Or could it mean that somebody in the same household was taken into judgment and another one was taken to be with the Lord? I mean, could it mean that the judgment and wrath of God came upon one and didn't come upon the other? I mean, there's a lot of, of, of variation there to understand it. No, and, and this probably will help, right? So if you're struggling with, is there a rapture? Is there not? We're not here to necessarily argue one position or the other, but let's look back at the Old Testament, what Daniel gets us. Yeah. So Daniel in chapter seven, he has these night visions. And in one of the night visions, he sees one who is like a son of man who came to the ancient of days. And I think we're to understand that this is Jesus. And he was presented before the ancient of days, before God, the Father. And so Daniel 7, verse 14, to him, so that's the Son of Man, was given dominion and glory and a kingdom. Well, that sounds an awful lot like what we just read in Luke 17, right? The kingdom of God. And it's given to who? The Son of Man, but represented in what? Well, that all people's nations and languages should serve him. So we talked about the spirit of God inhabiting his people and his dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away and his kingdom, one that shall not be destroyed. So we get this image of the kingdom involving people, right? Mm -hmm. Not just an earthly throne. But then when we move forward to the end of the book in Daniel 12. So to your point, we may not be talking about the rapture at all. Why? Well, because Daniel 12, 2 talks very specifically that many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. So he's speaking of those that have been buried or, or died in the past. They'll be resurrected, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt, which we would take to mean it is appointed for man to die once and after that face the judgment, which is what the writer of Hebrews tells us. And then we move down to the very end in verse 10. Many shall purify themselves and make themselves white and be refined. But the wicked shall act wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but those who are wise shall understand. And I think when when I go back to Luke 17, I think the those words of Daniel really help me understand a little more clearly why Jesus referred to himself as the Son of Man but also what, why Luke recorded that description that Jesus called himself with this kind of end times picture, right? So I think it, it's culminating in 
the Old Testament shows us that God's plan all along has been to save some, those who would repent, wash their robes white, right? The sim symbolism of receiving God's righteousness through the Son of Man, which we understand yeah. to be Christ and his sacrifice. But then ultimately, those that are wicked are those that choose not to repent. And despite right. having every opportunity to hear the truth, they continue in wickedness. And that's that's what we see playing out, I think, in 17. And, and again, this warning, and you said it, even in our own families, uh, the, the motivation of our evangelism should always be that rooted, I think, fundamentally in the fact that we've tasted of redemption and we know the bitterness that faces those that will face the Lord's judgment if they don't repent. And mm -hmm. so any call to follow Christ that's not rooted in one that, you know, fundamentally is saying we're wicked and Christ is standing there saying, I'm here to forgive your sin and to cleanse you is really an empty call to the gospel. And I think that's what Luke, in my mind, is really getting at, right? Is yeah. Christian faith is different because we're forgiven through the work of Christ ultimately that we can be forgiven and, and avoid yeah. the judgment of God. Notice with the clouds of heaven, there came one like the son of man. So, you know, understanding this, I, I need to look at the Hebrew more in depthly, but understanding this, the idea is, is that the clouds of heaven are coming with this person. Mm. who looks like a man. Mm -hmm. And this the clouds of heaven with the person are coming into the presence of God. Mm -hmm. So again, those are all New Testament pictures, right? Into the presence of God, heaven coming down, a man or somebody who looks like a man before the Lord and he's given this, this, this kingdom. So, and then he compares that with the kingdoms of the earth, which are beasts or animals. So it's interesting, right? Like this, all these things, the, the man versus the beast, mm -hmm. God's created image, right? And his kingdom versus the beast, which is the marred, non created in his image animal like kingdom mm -hmm. that man has now is now represented and so all these pictures right are coming into play right like all the pictures yeah. are coming into play with what we're actually talking about so this is good stuff it's a it is an interesting dynamic well and it, one again the the benefit it's it's difficult because it's a lot to read old testament new testament in one day right mm -hmm. but the benefit that we have is that we're seeing these references that jesus makes to himself clearly illustrated for us in the old testament and so daniel right. referencing the son of man jesus gave that to daniel knowing he would himself be calling himself the son of man with this teaching and associating with it the images that that he gave daniel in his night visions right no this is it's great 
excellent stuff and and uh you can read the scriptures over and over and and still not get everything but i love how it says um understanding somewhere it says that i read that just a minute ago but the one who has understanding oh and uh and i love Uh, that that what daniel 12 10 those who are wise shall understand Yes. Yeah. You, you just read that in 1210, but, uh, that's what we need is understanding of who God is and what he's done for us. So, all right, man, it's a good bonus day. We'll see you tomorrow.